believe that in the 21st century, the topic of periods remains a taboo. My name is Leah, and in this podcast, I interview different people from different walks of life and different stories, and we talk about periods, because it is time to normalize the conversation around our blood. This is I Bleed. I never knew that there was a connection between my gut and my periods. It's funny to think that whenever I had a problem, whether it was with my periods or with my gut, my stomach, my colon, the specialist that I saw, always looked at the problem as something independent. My gut was my gut, my periods was my periods, they lived in the same body, but with zero connection. In this episode, I speak to Krista, a functional integrative nutritionist with a holistic approach to the body where when there is a problem, the question is why this is happening is brought forward, and addressing the root cause of the problem is often the key to the solution. Your story lives within your body, she says. Your body remembers everything it's been through, and often emotional completion is a way to heal. So I am an integrative dietitian. So I was saying that... um, with uh, being a dietitian, I have training in the um, more traditional medical model, but I have always been really interested in the preventative side of health and more holistic health. So instead of, you know, just saying, you know, I have this condition, you know, I'm, I've always been really curious about the root cause and why is something presenting. And so as a dietitian, nutrition, it's my main tool. That's what I like to say. And, you know, after I did my uh, conventional training, I, um, I knew I wanted more there. Was, and so I, I did additional training in integrative and functional nutrition. And so what I say that means is functional is really looking at how all of the systems in the body work together and looking at a root cause approach and integrative, looking at how, um, you know, really uh, taking the best of conventional and holistic health and then individualizing it to the person. Wow. All right. Okay. So that would, that's actually what makes you different from just like a traditional conventional nutritionist or dietitian actually. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So really um, with conventional medicine or conventional nutrition, a lot of times we're just asking what is the problem and then kind of applying an approach to that. And in functional and integrative nutrition or medicine, we're asking why is this presenting? And then we're addressing the why, the root cause. And so that is, yeah, what makes me a little bit different there. Right. And I read in your like philosophy, like you wrote something like your story lives within your body. And I really like, I, I think it really um, touched me that phrase. I really could relate yeah. somehow. Can you like explain a little bit more what you meant by this phrase and how you, how this phrase kind of dictates your philosophy? Yeah, absolutely. And so your story lives in, within your body really comes from, in, in my personal health journey and my, my story and kind of circling back to you as how did I get into all of this. So I lost my mom when I was 18 years old. And at that time, around 2008, 2009, and a little bit before that, 
you know, the, the health and wellness world is not what it is today, but she was really looking for those more holistic and preventative approaches at the time. And, you know, unfortunately I did lose my mom, but that really ignited the, you know, passion for uncovering the root cause of our health issues, just so that, you know, other people don't have to experience that. Um, so that, that was one piece of, you know, my, why I got into what I do, but then also a lot of times when we go through a difficult or a traumatic life experience and you know, other things from growing up, maybe we don't have a significant traumatic event, but we have these like little things that happen to us over time. And so it, it, this is something called complex trauma as opposed to these big T or big life event trauma. So we all have these difficult things that we've been through and not always have we been taught the tools to manage those things, you know, the emotions and things like that. But our body remembers everything that we've been through. And if we haven't had an emotional completion or really worked through these things that we've been through, we carry that with us and it can really affect our, really our baseline nervous system. So our nervous system is, you know, with our hormone system really is the controller of everything. It's our internal communication system. So when that gets out of balance, that can then lead to a lot of these health conditions that happen. And so this may not be for everybody, but a lot of what I see in my practice is we've gone through these things in life, we kind of get out of balance somewhere, and then it's showing up later on, whether it is you know with our gut issues, period problems, anxiety. So we really have to peel back the layers and look at the physical body. But when it comes to holistic healing, we need to understand that these things that we went to, they, we need to kind of still work through them if, if we haven't. Right. So you help them, you, you kind of are more than like, it's a bit of a like therapy as well. No, it, it's like when you have to go through the journey of going through the path and the traumas, there's a bit of therapy involved, wouldn't you say? Yeah, there, there is a bit. And, you know, there are definitely times where I'm connected with a lot of great therapists to, you know, refer out when it's out of my scope. But when it comes to food and how we're using food and our relationship to food, that is where I do a lot of work. So how can we really heal our relationship with food? Perhaps, you know, we've gone through something difficult in the past and food, whether that is controlling our food or finding comfort in food or our relationship with food gets a little bit strained, you know, the root cause of that isn't, you know, just changing the food behavior. It's understanding what is driving that behavior. Right. And in regards to periods, how do you, how does food become a medicine for your period? And like, do you also look at a root cause for like period um, abnormalities? Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to the root cause in my practice, I do use a um, hormone test. It's called the Dutch test. It's um, dried urine test for comprehensive hormones. And this is available um, internationally. So it is something I use with my clients to help uncover, you know, kind of the root cause of um, what may be out of balance with the hormones. Um, also, depending on the client and the symptoms, sometimes I'll use comprehensive gut health testing too, since our gut health can really impact our hormone health as well. So 
yes, when I was explaining, you know, uncovering the root cause and taking a specific period problem and asking why is this presenting, then oftentimes stress is, you know, at the root of a lot of our health issues. Stress, nutritional deficiencies, inflammation, and all of these things can be helped or supported through food since food is our basic building blocks for what our body needs to build things in our body, like our hormones. Wow. Okay. So you would work with a client and help them find a diet that would help them deal with whatever issues they have with their period? Yeah. Yeah. So I, my approach when I'm working one-on-one with a client is we will take a look at what are you currently doing because that is working you know for you right now whether there are parts of it that aren't necessarily working for you we'll we'll address that but we go over what are you currently doing because that at least works with your schedule right now and then my approach is talking about just small shifts to what you're currently doing and in my course I also walk you through how to do that yourself as well And so really, I don't prescribe a specific diet. Really what I focus on are these nutritional foundations to make sure are we getting what we need through food, understanding there may be times where some targeted supplements may be helpful, but really at the foundation of a hormone balancing kind of nutrition plan is focusing on blood sugar balance. Right. Because that helps us manage our stress response better, our energy better, and it's really just the foundation that I focus on with everybody. Okay, so what made you decide to have a program specifically related to periods? It was just something that started coming up over and over again in my practice. So when I started my practice, it was a little more generalized. I, I did work with women's health, I, but it was a little more generalized. But as I was working with more and more clients, it just kept coming back to the same things, which were stress, period problems, fertility issues, gut issues, and anxiety, whether that is generalized anxiety or some of that anxiety around food. So it was just these things that kept popping up. And so um, that really, you know, drove me to create something that could kind of package up what I do one-on-one with clients to create, you know, kind of a step-by-step to walk yourself through it. But then that's also kind of what I uh, put my focus on to really work on with my clients that I work with one-on-one. Right. You know, what? what's interesting is that like before like starting this, I never knew that there was a connection between my gut and my period. Like I was never taught that. Like it was like, and I always had gut problems and I was like a crazy PMSer. Like, and it's only now that I'm told like, all right, yeah, guts equals PMS. Like gut problems will lead to PMS issues, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's, isn't it crazy that we're not taught that at all? Like we're taught like, I don't know what we're taught, actually. It's like, it's just... Nothing helpful, really. <laughs> No, it just seems like so absurd that we go through life without really knowing, you know, that it's yeah. all related somehow, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And especially, too, you know, conventional medicine, like I've been talking about, we kind of break the body up into different pieces and don't always look at how they're working together. We kind of think of things isolated, like, oh, my gut is, you know, just 
separate from my hormones, but that doesn't really make sense. We're all, you know, one, one person, one, one body. And so definitely if something's out of balance somewhere, there has to be a compensation somewhere else in the body. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like I, I really see it now, you know, and, and tell me in regards to like eating, you know, like depending on the cycle, cause I've, I've read some articles where they talk about like eating, depending on where you are in your cycle to um, optimize your cycle. Is that something yeah. that like, is, um, d- does it really work actually? Yeah, yeah, so it absolutely can. And I like to focus more on principles and nutrients of that, not making it something, you know, like a rule that I can only eat this food in this part of my cycle, because then that would kind of just adds more stress to what we're doing. But absolutely at different phases in our cycle, and we have four phases that our hormones are fluctuating throughout the whole cycle. So there are certain nutrients, like for example, when we're on our period, our hormones are the lowest. And that's when we're shedding our uterine lining. That's what our period is. And so things like making sure we're getting uh, foods with iron, zinc, B12, because we're losing those nutrients in the blood. Also, uh, right before our period or really throughout the cycle, but um, our omega-3s, those are fatty acids found found in foods like salmon and fatty fish. Those really help with managing some of the inflammation that can be Um, triggering some of our period cramps. So I I like to focus more on nutrients and then what foods have those nutrients, but absolutely are the foods that we eat throughout the cycle can, can be helpful for certain reasons. Okay. All right. Yeah. So food does play a role somehow like in, in how you experience your cycle altogether. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And is it mainly because like it affects your hormones, right? Like food, do have such play such a big role on your hormones. Yeah, yeah. So it's important to know that our hormones, uh, we need enough healthy fat in our diet to create our hormones. So our hormones, when we think of like our stress hormones and our sex hormones that govern our period and menstrual cycle, those are built from cholesterol. And then we also need other nutrients like magnesium, B12, B6, vitamin C, all of these nutrients that we get from food to make these hormones. And then our body will break them down into other things in order to then clear them. They kind of have like a life cycle in the body. And so all of the things that help us do all of those processes, they're like these like little chemical reactions going on in the body. We need the building blocks that we get from food. Right, right. And that's why also you, you'll find probably people that don't eat sometimes often have like who are on super strict diets, mm-hmm. they will have a shift in their, in their period as well because they're not putting the right mm-hmm. food in there. Yeah, yeah. If we are under eating or just you know, not eating enough or even over exercising, exercising too much, and on top of that, really, really stressed, then yes, we may not have the building blocks we need to make our hormones. And then also significant amounts of stress will kind of put ovulation on the back burner. And ovulation is really the main event of our uh, menstrual cycle. We need to ovulate to then get our period. And um, it is possible to bleed without ovulation, but (laughs) in general, we want to be ovulating to have a true period. And so we're not right. eating enough that can be a stress on the body and kind of shut that down 
Right. And usually with your clients that come with a problem, how long does it take for them for to see a result while they tackle the food issue? Like how long, once you change your diet and go to the root cause, how long does it take for you to have a fluid, happy period? Yeah, it totally can depend on the person and kind of what issues they're coming in with and how long it's been an issue. But in general, we want to give any lifestyle change we're making at least three months to reflect in the cycle. And that's because we, uh, the life cycle of the egg that we're producing takes actually about three months for the time that we actually would release it to, um, you know, and so giving ourselves that three months will, you know, allow us that time to really see the, um, you know, shifts in what we're doing. It can be sooner. Some things, you know, uh, we can, you know, shift something and you can start feeling, you know, more energy and just better right away. Other things, you know, for dealing with some major gut issues and that's contributing to hormone issues, that can take a little bit longer. So three months minimum, it can take longer, six months, a year. And also it just depends on how long have you been experiencing these issues. You know, healing is not linear, it's a journey. And so I, I like to, you know, just focus on the small wins that we're making along the way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that like healing is a it's not linear it's a journey it seems like because you know like we live in a world where we are looking for a quick fix a quick solution right and we think yeah. like all right like I'm expecting after like two weeks of changing how I eat yeah. to yeah. you know yeah. right well having having lived all my life with gut problems and like you know horrible periods right. you know <laughs> right and and for people who want to know more and that who don't live in the states what are the what are the courses that you would that you have online and that you would mm -hmm. recommend and how can they join yeah yeah so my main course that i have available is heal your period so it's every walks you through everything you need to know for a regular pain free period so whether you are struggling with painful periods, PMS, or more irregular periods, PCOS. I do have bonus modules on PCOS, endometriosis, and amenorrhea. So kind of really whatever period problem you're experiencing, I, I go through helping you uncover the root causes and then approaches for healing and incorporate lifestyle um, tips as well. And so that's available um, you can find it through my website at composednutrition.com. All right. And, and the course itself, is it like something that I could do it in my own rhythm or is it something that I have to, like, I have to plug in online at specific time? Can mm -hmm. you just describe a little bit like the, yeah. the structure of it? Absolutely. Right now it's available self-guided. So anybody, anytime can sign up for it and go at your own pace. There is a Facebook group where you'll be able to ask questions. And um, when you ask, you know, future of composed nutrition, I do want to open that up to uh, if, if people want more of a structured, you know, walking you through the course. And so that would be more one-on-one um, -on -one available. So that is another way, you know, that I would be able to work with um, international clients, you know, on a coaching call, kind of like this on, on Zoom. Right. Um, yeah. Wow. All right. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Krista. That was like really, yeah. um, 
uh, great to talk to you and very informative. And I do hope that people like, you know, look into their nutrition as a way to heal their period. Because that's the thing, when you go see a, a gynecologist, they never tell you like, you have a period problem. You might want to look into what you're eating. It's like, yeah, they never. I've I've never heard that. Like in my 38 years on this planet, no gynecologist told me, "Are you eating well?" Or like, "Have you looked at what you're eating?" Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I just find it like, and that's why I think the work that you're doing is so important. You know, so people yeah. really know that they have to look not just as period as a problem, but as you said, why mm-hmm. is it a problem? Yeah, absolutely. And pharmaceuticals definitely have their place in certain, you know, situations, but a lot of what we're experiencing are really lifestyle related issues and symptoms that can, you know, really be reversed or healed through just some of these small shifts that we make through our nutrition and lifestyle as well. Right. Well, thank you so much for your time, for this interview, and for the work that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to share, like, and subscribe, and participate in my first period project or the pad art. All information are on the site i-bleed.com.